You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. Now, today, we're going to get into two things. Uh, we're going to talk about the state championship or the idea of it and um, the, what it means to Coach Doran. The second thing we're going to get into is um, talking Wolfpack with Brett Freelander. Brett Freelander is a great partner of mine, and every week we do talking Wolfpack. So it's going to be a weekly segment on the show because we record it every Wednesday. So I want you all to be in on that every Wednesday with me and Brett to just hear what we think about uh, the upcoming game and whatever sport we are covering at the time, of course. Um, and American football is king right now with this football season, so we'll be doing that. But as time goes on and as we uh, see different seasons introduce themselves, we'll, we'll get into more. But we're going to start with talking about the state championship, uh, how it went last year, and um, how it's going this year. And we're going to end with talking Wolfpack, all right? So, now, when we talk about... Uh, the idea of a state championship. Coach Dorn always said, hey, I want to win the state. We want to win the state. That's what we want to do here. We want to win the state. By win the state, he means be, bar none, the best football team in the state of North Carolina. Um, some years is more difficult than others. For example, like this year with UNC being as good as there, that's going to be a tough task, right? It's going to be a tough task. Uh, last year was a year where, I mean, because they did not – because state doesn't play every team, which – you know, we've we've talked in nauseam about the fact that uh, even though Duke is less than an hour away, really less than forty five minutes away, uh, State only plays them once every you know seven years or four to five, whatever the case may be. It's very rare. Last time, um, last time Duke and State played, uh, that was my true freshman year. So that, it's been quite some time. But last year, uh, even including that. NC State didn't play Duke, and they did play UNC. Uh, they didn't play App State. They didn't play – I want to say they did play ECU last year. I feel like ECU was one of their wins last year. But, yeah, like they, they just did not play a lot of the teams in the state. And last year, I mean, objectively speaking, the state championship went to App State. I mean, if anything, everybody would probably say that the second-best team uh, in the state last year was UNC – and UNC lost to App State head-to-head, as well as App State being ranked ahead of them for basically the entirety of the season. So, you know, I mean, if we're talking the, the, the state championship last year, I mean, that, that was a goal that wasn't accomplished, and that's, that's just being objective there. But this year, there's NC State has a great shot at it. NC State has an absolutely amazing shot at it um, because not only because of how well they're playing – but so far, they're 1-0 against in-state teams. Uh, Wake Forest is the only in-state team that they played so far this year. They got Duke on the schedule. And Duke, while they are a good team, they are still 1-3. While they are a team that, you know, five five plays go another way, they're easily 3-1, they're still 1-3. That's The reality is what it is. Uh, despite how close a team comes to winning, you have to actually close out the game and win it. So that's that's just there are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no way around that. Um, so on top of that, we look at okay, if 
State were to go on to uh, beat Duke this week, how would they need to do it in order to gain momentum in the quote-unquote state championship? So there's a there's a, a there's two ways the state can win this game. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that the head's in the barn and, and guaranteeing a state victory. That's not what I'm saying. I'm predicting state to win. But there's two ways in which state can win this game. State can win this game off the strength of their offense playing bully ball and moving it, and, and it doesn't matter whether or not they stop Duke because they can't stop Duke, and they're doing good things. They can't turn over uh, the the Blue Devils quarterback, Bryce. They, they just can't seem to do it, and that running game is working as well. That's one way to win. That is not the preferable way to win. That is not the defense building on from last week. And then there's the other way in which this team, the, the most complete game that NC State has played all season – was played last week. Can they build on that? Can they say, all right, bet. We saw what we did on tape. We've been correcting. We're going to keep correcting. And we're going to figure out uh, how how to get this thing going and how to keep our success going defensively. Because this is two games back-to-back where you've got guys who are going who are going to throw the ball to the other team. That's just how that's going to be. That's just how it's going to go. I'm not guaranteeing another big man touchdown. I'm not expecting to see another big man touchdown against Duke. But, you know, they're, they're a team that, hey, slippery fingers have cost them almost every loss this year. So I do expect uh, NC State to take the ball away because, number one, that's one of the premises, the one of the uh, bases and premises of the three-three-five working. But number two, they're getting guys back. They're getting guys healthy. And they were good last week. They were good last week. So, Again, this is just a hope of you build week by week, week by week, week by week. And if they win the second way, where this is another complete team win, I think they'll have the confidence and the wherewithal to go into that game against UNC where they need to be, where they truly need to be, to be at a level where it's like, hey, these guys are serious. They'll have the the confidence to go in and to um, possibly stop Howell and company. And, and that's... That's a huge deal because so far this season, uh, they started off, you know, um, they they started off cold. They started off having some rough games where the offense looked disjointed and di- uncomfortable. But they're starting to figure it out now. They're starting to look better now. So that's going to be a tall order for NC State. But again, how they win this game goes into that. How they won the first game went into that. The first game of the season with the expectations that the Wolfpack had, literally it was just win. Just win, and you're off to a good start. And they did that. Check. They did it. Uh, this week, playing another in-state team, it's win and win as a complete team. Win and dominate in every phase. Do everything that you're supposed to do well. Run the ball well. Do not just make this a, a Devin Leary game. He is a great quarterback. He is looking like a great quarterback. Let me not dub him that yet. He's looking like a great quarterback. He is finding open guys. In uh, two of their wins this season, nine guys have caught the ball. So there's there's a lot of spreading of the ball, and you can't exactly pinpoint who's going to get it or where it's going to go. But the fact of the matter is, that's just a, that's just what's going on. And I've, I've really, really, really liked the way that they use Penix out of the backfield as well, turning him into like a fullback, H-back type. When, you know, I think that he is, I think that he is um, in the vein of what NFL fullbacks are now. But I also think that he has the skills to be a short uh, yardage running back. You know, I'm not saying that he's Mike Allstott or anything, but I think that he 
possesses the tools to do both, especially uh, watching that play against Virginia, which he uh, kind of did the un- the drag across um, for an easy walk-in touchdown. You know, he's, he's going to be faster than most teams' linebackers, or he'll be decept what most people he'll have what most people call deceptive speed, and so that'll that'll help. But long story short, NC State has to put together their most complete victory of the season to keep building on what they've been doing so far. The more that they build, the more that they do, the the better that they look, um, the better that team will start to believe in itself. Okay, because I think that one of the largest parts of the game, one of the largest parts of what determines wins and losses, especially for me as an when I was an athlete, was my confidence. I knew that my my body would not allow me to play the game at a high level anymore at a certain point, and I started to lose my confidence there, and it was it was all downhill from there. But granted, that was towards the end of my career anyway. But before that, at any time where I felt like, oh, I got confidence, I'm I know we're gonna whoop the wheels off the team. Or in, in a time where I went out there and I thought to myself, like, oh, this is a challenge. This is this is my first varsity game. Or, oh, man, this, this guard's supposed to be an All-American or All-Stater. This tackle's supposed to be all, all this and all that in all world. It just took a couple plays to see, all right, bet. He puts his pants on just like me. You know what I mean? And that wasn't often. But when it, you know, as, as a human, it happens. And when you, when you work into your confidence, when you step into – uh, what you are and who you are, and you realize, all right, bet, I can do this, I can dominate, I can win, it's definitely a positive impact on your team. It's definitely a positive impact on your team. NC State dominating this next game will help with that because I guarantee you if the game is too close, if they struggle mightily and slowing down Duke, I really doubt that they'll have success against UNC simply because there will be this air of like, okay, we got to clean up this, we got to clean up that, we got to clean up this, we got to clean up that. And there will be too much, we got to fix, we got to fix, we got to fix, and too much tightness and tension for them to, to fully just relax and let go and go play. That That is how that defense works so well. And when you're looking at uh, built goal and what makes built goal work so well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. The collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with stuff to ignite whoever you do or whatever you do. It'll ignite your work. Beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine will get you where you need to go every time. It kicks and it keeps you going strong. The B6 and B12 in it will absolutely have you feeling like you can just climb a mountain, you can run up a hill, you can have a rocky montage, all of those good things. And the collagen in it promotes joint, soft tissue, hair and skin health, a bunch of other health benefits. This stuff literally makes you look better. So there's an offer when you visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, you'll get 20% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go! But again, this game is huge in, in building momentum and seeing uh, what this team is going to be and what they want to be uh, going forward. There's the, there's the idea of, uh, there's the idea of, hey, we can, we can skate by and we can do a win as a win, but I think if, if the Wolfpack want to continue their momentum, they can't do a win as a win anymore. Early in the season, sure, just getting your lab legs under you, just proving to yourselves and everybody else in that uh, locker room that, hey, we're not what the media says. Sure, a win is a win. But at this point, 
you got to start to to look the part of a really good team if you're going to walk into those shoes of, hey, we're the surprise guest at the party that nobody knew was coming. You've got to walk in that. You've got to fully step up in that. So, yeah, that's that's just a little tidbit on that. And now we're going to go ahead and head on into talking Wolfpack. First time in three weeks, the NC State football team will get a chance to play a home game. And they're riding high at 3-1. and one. Big win at Virginia on Saturday. What did you think? Uh, it was a huge win. And, you know, at the end of the day, they got bringing out of the game. But they turned them over before they uh, heard me out of my and the backup quarterback, he wore number 34. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to block him into hard number system. But they even got him to turn the ball over. And they, that was the best game that this defense has played. That was the best quarter they they played all season. Absolutely. And it was a game in which the Wolfpack, as you said, uh, forced four turnovers. That's something that they haven't done in over a year mm-hmm. is forced turnovers. How much did it have to do with the, uh, the takeaway bones? <laughs> You know, I know that people are going to be upset with me. <laughs> and I know I'm supposed to be the young guy on the show, but the turnover chain, the turnover touchdown, the bottle service at SMU, you would think SMU would want to lay low too. With <laughs> but, but all these things, it's extra. A player who's going to get a turnover is going to want to get the turnover regardless. Whether you give him a lunch tail, whether you give him the, the bone, the chain, or, a player's play. Players make play. What I like the most about this game is that it showed a different side of the Wolfpack. And it showed even more growth that they can win games in different ways. Mm-hmm. The first game was a game where they won it with the running game. Yeah. The second win was on Devin Leary's arm. Absolutely. The offense kind of started this time, and it was the defense that got the job done in this particular game. How encouraging is it that they have shown a different way to win each of those teams? Well, I think that uh, last Saturday was the most complete game they played all season, but there's still much room to go. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of room for them to bring in more teams. Um, the running game was sufficient last week. It was not bad. It was it was better than what you'd expect against a, a change of Virginia defense. But all in all, you got to be excited with the win. But now the Wolfpack are starting to readjust expectations. They're starting to readjust what we thought they'd be and what we think they should be going forward. Saturday here at Carter Finley, they're going to be favored in a game for the first time this season. You think that's kind of a trap game, or at least a potential for it. Why do you think that? Well, I think they have, it has all the makings for the trap game because uh, Deion Jones and, and Mateo Durant, those two are a, a fantastic running back duo. And Bryce, he, if he can control the turnover, if he can not beat you, Duke is a very good team. When you watch the tape, they're one and three, right? So you think, oh, they're a bad team. Their one loss against Notre Dame, that was a four-point game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They only lost by, I want to say, 10 or 11. 13, I believe. Right. Okay, so 13. Uh, you look at against Virginia Tech the week before series. That's the one possession game. Oh, one possession game. Now, granted, Virginia Tech didn't play Hendrick Hooker that game. Yep. Like, now that we've seen him, if we watch what happened at UNC, <laughs> the question becomes, why do they keep not playing Hendrick Hooker? But that's never for the next time. But still, that these this team do play tight, contested games, and they finally found a way to win. And they, they, they rolled up 600 yards of total offense at first. Exactly. So the question becomes, who's going to take the next step? Is it going to be NC State's defense stepping up and taking the next step next week? Or is it going to be Duke as a team saying, hey, we started slow, we have some turnovers and some key points, but Bryce is getting more mature, the backs are the backs, because Mikhail Durant, if he gets the right type of piece, 
Then you strike up the band and get the special teams in. You mentioned the turnovers, and that's something that has been Duke's bugaboo. Mm-hmm. Last week, State faced a quarterback that has a propensity for turning it over, and they turned him over four times. Right. What did they do, and can State take advantage of that again this year? So, it's a surprise to see a David Texas coach quarterback turn the ball over at the rate that Bryce has. I mean, three more, touchdown, three more turnovers than touchdowns this early in the season. That's pretty bad. It's rough, and they have not played any big defensive game outside of Notre Dame. They have not played any defenses that are world beaters. So, it's clear. Bryce wants to give the ball to the other team sometimes. <laughs> he's going to make a bad read, and he's going to throw the ball somewhere where it absolutely should not be. So, I mean, if NC State can get the bone and get the turnover <laughs> bone rolling plenty of times, they'll be just fine. What do you think of Devin Leary's performance? Um, they, the offense kind of sputtered a little bit in the second half. Maybe that had a little to do with the uh, weather. Right. But uh, in the first half, when the defense turned it over, the Wolfpack converted. So I think that one of the things that we need to uh, keep in perspective a little bit, this is why it's important not to overdo right? Devin Leary and this offense were great the past season. They came out and did great things. However, uh, when you look at when you look at Virginia, Virginia is a really well coached defense, and Bronco Mendenhall knows, he just knows how to draw up a blitz with teams that you're not going to know how to protect. He's going to see what their protections are weak against. He's going to get you in that third and seven, third and eight. He's going to mix it up and figure out a way to run that blitz where the safety's going to come free. You, you know, you're, you're picking the quarterback out and giving the lick out line. So you're a big guy, and you play defensive line, but I mean, touchdowns are just going not just an NC State, but in your high school career. I, you know what's funny in my high school career? I think you were a fullback, right? Oh, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> playing at Cass Tech, you have such amazing athletes yeah. everywhere. The big guys play big, the small guys play small. But when your small guys run 4 3 and 4 4, you got to let them do it. Um, but you know what's funny? I scored my first and only touchdown in my high school career, my last game ever, the state championship against the Detroit Conference Center. You know, Another big win, another big win off them, but that's no chance on that shot. But yeah, now it's Aline McNeil, man, he looked nimble. He looked, he said the 600 pound squat means I have stability and speed when he got the intercept. He is called the freak for a reason, and we saw why, because he looks like a, 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 first of all, he looked like he was a basketball player going up for a rebound, mm-hmm. and he just rumbled into the end zone untouched. So the ability to bat the ball, most defensive linemen have that. The fortune for the fall in your hands, that's happening to anybody. But the ability to uh, maintain your balance and get into the end zone after it, that, that's a big play. That's a big play. At the end of the day, when you look at that play, the will is all to know, I might get the pass up. Okay, let me look to get my hands up. Then when he gets his hands up, looking up, seeing the ball, coming down with him, taking off, you can't beat it. Big man touchdown, grumbling, bumbling, stumbling, baby. We love it. <laughs> Okay, another another aspect of the defensive line. Why is this team so good at goal line stands? This is two weeks in a row they've kept the team out of the end zone from inside the one yard line on multiple plays. And to be honest with you, I think it should have been three. I don't think his quarterback was in on that on, on one that they called him touchdown. Why are they so good at this? First of all, I absolutely agree with you on the first touchdown offense. The second of all, what's this fifty five name out of uh, Rock? Josh Harris. Josh Harris? Yeah. Josh Harris. He needs to play more. I mean, I when you watch him play, I get that uh, being 340 pounds as a freshman, he may not be in the best condition. I don't know what it is. He's also playing behind Aline McNeil. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And this 335 doesn't really allow you to put yeah. a lot of big guys on the field at one time. 
but he needs to play more. I mean, he, he, when you see him in the game, it's something positive happening for the Wolfpack every time. Against Kent, he was the one who nicely in to make uh, one of the shots. That had to be the fourth dollar yeah. kid, or might have been the fourth dollar So, you know, when you when you watch him play, he is the secret sauce to that, uh, to that, to goal that defense. goal line defense. Yeah. And I think if, if they find a way to get Lee McNeil and Josh Harris on the field at the same time. Hey, listen, they moved Lorel Murchison to end the nose and moved him around last year, so why not do the same with Aleem? He's very athletic enough, obviously. Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, I think Aleem is a little less clear foot than Murchison. However, if we're going, you know, first and 10 against a team like Duke, I'm worried about those backs. I'm not worried about Bryce. If somebody says, hey, Bryce is going to have to beat you to on his arm, okay. I'll live with that. Speaking of Merch, he had a really good game uh, on Tuesday night uh, for the Titans. Uh, he got a lot of playing time because of some COVID uh, options and he took advantage of it. So, oh, back in the pros. It's more fact that the pros are doing great right now. Yeah. I mean, from him to Russell Wilson <laughs> having an MVP season. Well, Justin Burris had an interception to, to, uh, to steal the victory uh, for, the, for the Panthers. So. Yeah. Up and down, up and down the NFL. You look at how the Titans doing. You know, that's fine. Okay, so Tyler Baker-Williams is coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's good, but, I mean, the kids who have been – Going in for him has done a great job. Darcy Pierre-Louis has done an outstanding job. Say on Palmer also. So they're getting guys back. They're getting confident. What do you think? How does this play out Saturday? Um, I I honestly think that the Wolfpack are going to sleep on this team. I don't think that they're going to come out last day. So I think that they're going to see the same thing as this team and realizing last time we didn't prepare properly or last time we were smelling ourselves a little too much, we walked in and got buried. This time, we're going to hunker down. We're going to be the team. And one thing, I've watched every uh, interview from Terry Vegas off the team. And one thing that I haven't seen anybody mention, nobody has mentioned UNC yep. unless they have. Yep. That's a clear sign. You have a top 10 team coming next week. And nobody's mentioning them in favor of the one and three team that's right in front of you. And part of the reason for that, too, is that they're playing a rivalry game. I mean, they're just a triangle team, and they haven't played. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. State has to play Duke in 2013. <laughs> you were in uniform. Right, right. Let me tell you something. Coach Dorn is always big on uh, he's always big on winning the state championship. And what that means is being the best team in the state. Last year, our state won the state championship. Yep. We can't argue that. Nope. I mean, objectively, you look at the records, you look at who the second best team was, most people say UNC, right? They beat UNC head-to-head. Yeah. I mean, so when you look at last year, the state championship didn't even come to the ACC. So Dorn is definitely on the war power for we need to beat in-state teams because they beat every in-state team this year. That is Wake Forest. That is Duke. That is UNC. That's a sweep. That's it. That's a sweep. You can't get back. And, of course, UNC comes up next week. We'll talk about that when the time comes. Um, this is a this is a big game because I think, and I'm going to steal a line from Dave Doran after the game, and it's out of context, but I think the Wolfpack smells the blood in the water. Mm-hmm. I think that they have the makings of a really good season here. And I don't think they're going to take anybody lightly. I think they're going to come out and play a really strong game, turn the ball over a few times, yeah. get Donovan Knight running, another 100-yard game. I think Leary will be better. I think they win this game. And as long as they don't turn the ball over, I think the Wolfpack takes care of it. So, um, Duke's offense is formidable. I see them scoring a little bit, 50 points up the game. If you say that Mason definitely figure it out. I got the Wolfpack 34-24 here. But I just want to be known to the fans. This is an important game, not only for winning, but for the defense players. If the defense plays well this week, they'll be in a position where they build every week they build momentum, momentum, momentum.
black helicopters fly over us. I don't know if there's any conspiracy theories going on. <laughs> Make sure you check out his sentence teams on Friday. Stay with us. He'll be at the game on Saturday, and we'll talk about it afterwards. For Kenton Dip, I'm Brent Friedlander, and we're talking Wolf Talk. And I know y'all heard me talk about the whole trap game aspect of that and all that uh, yesterday, but it, it was just a, a good to talk ball with another guy who, you know, we we I played the game at a high level for some years, and, and he studied the game for longer than I've been alive. He's been covering the game for longer than I've been alive. Uh, you name it, Brett's covered it. From the Masters to national championships to uh, Super Bowls, you name it, Brett has been, Brett has covered it. So that's that's going to be my go-to guy. Like I said, every Wednesday, that's going to be a segment that we have on the show here. Um, but the fact of the matter is, and I know I already talked about the idea of a trap game, but like I said, uh, this this doesn't feel like that. This doesn't feel like that. And, you know, just going back to that whole state championship thing that I talked about earlier, this is a great time for state to go out there and prove it. This is a great time for state to go out there and say, hey, we've got a shot. We belong at the party. We belong in the conversation, and this game will go a ways into into doing that. Because, again, I mean, just by name recognition, State gets disrespected somewhat in many conversations uh, when we're talking ACC and when we're talking North Carolina football. So time to show and prove. Time to show and prove. And every time they get a chance, they have to show and prove. This is who we are. This is who we are now. I know that you're used to us being up and down and – up year, down year, and it, no, 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 this, this program, this is who we are, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this is who we are in, in the sense of, well, they did have a down year last year, every, every uh, really, really great team, or every really, really great program that's like on top now in the perennial powerhouse, your Clemson, your Alabama's of the world, they all had stepping off seasons, they all had seasons where it was like, okay, this is the beginning of the new culture and the new all that being done. And this could this year could be that for NC State. This year could very well be that for NC State. And that's not um that's not saying that, hey, if they finish seven and four, or if they finish uh eight and three, that's a problem. No, no, that's not to say it at all. What I'm saying is at the end of the day, this year, regardless of record, just because of mentality that they've taken just because of reaction to adversity, just because of how they've handled success or how they will handle success, this can be a stepping off point where people look back and they say, that was the class. That was the year that got every that got us going in the right direction to where there weren't any more dips. To where it was like eight and four, eight and four, uh ten and two or eleven and two and, and then you're competing for conference championships after a few years. Not saying that it's guaranteed to happen. I'm just saying this could be that type of year. So again, please come back every day. I'm I got you Friday. I'm gonna be right back here Friday, and we're gonna be talking more Wolfpack, and we're gonna try to see uh, what we can get done. Come on back every day that you got to drive to work. There's gonna be one of these podcasts waiting on you.